Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. OMG. Party horns. Toot toot. (laughs) We made it a whole year and we didn't fall off the bandwagon, guys. And our voices are still around, sometimes less, you know, strong. Than- I literally thought I was going to be gone forever in October. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But y'all, we did it. One whole year of podcasting and we're addicted and it's not going yeah. anywhere. So don't you worry. But yeah. today on the podcast, we are going to go through and start breaking down kind of what happened over the last mm-hmm. year and the amazing guests we had on, some of our favorite episodes and moments that happened and, you know, all the good and juicy yeah. things that you do or don't know about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think our our last um, kind of thoughts on podcasting Uh, was forever ago because we did an episode on what it's really like to podcast. And that was shortly after we started where we really broke down the time commitment, the cost and the payoff. And I think at that point, we had kind of still left it up in the air of like, is it really worth it? Um, Outside of obviously you're engaging with your audience and you're providing amazing content and you're meeting people, but like from a business standpoint, is it truly worth it? And for me, the issue in really determining the answer to that question is (laughs) analytics are still so shit in regards to podcasting. I hear it's getting better. Like Apple Analytics came out with something. I haven't even really like dove into that yet. Um, But truly, unless you make every single link that you say on air unique, um, then it's next to impossible to really trail back uh, to see where those efforts came from. Totally. I mean, we went from never having done this before to mm-hmm. now I feel like I could do this any day of the week mm-hmm. and it pretty much any situation uh, with very little notice. Well, and one thing we uh, 
like it is on our must have list for our, our dream house. Both of us have this on our list, uh, which hopefully is coming in like the nearest future, uh, is a freaking podcasting closet. Yeah. One that is like covered in foam and is silent. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you don't realize how noisy your life is until it's being recorded all the time. Um, between dogs barking and, like we've had police cars and helicopters and uh-huh. fire sirens and tornado sirens and dogs ears flapping and even a parrot made an appearance <laughs> on the podcast. You know, we're all as per usual. Like, oh. no, like nothing, <laughs> nothing is weird about any of that. To you know me. what's surprising? I don't think we had any children crying. Um, did mine never make an appearance? I think you always kicked him out of the house when, because the only time we recorded podcasts when Penelope was home was during her first four months of life when When she was was off, like five hours at a time. Yeah, so she was either asleep or Brian would take her on a walk. So I don't think a baby ever cried on air, which is crazy. We've had puppies scratching at the door, puppies licking their paws and other parts. (laughs) Hacking, we had puppies hacking. That's a fun one. Oh, and and I am kind of surprised no one's farted. Oh, that's true. I don't think that's happened either. Mm-mm. I might have like burped under my breath, but I just, I usually try to get it all out before we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> so some other cool stats. Uh, we've recorded 158 episodes for 2017. I can't even. So back when we first started, uh, I'm pretty sure it was your idea to do three episodes a week. Uh, we were questioning, like, what is the thought process behind doing it more often? Mm -hmm. And, and really still up until this day, it's just more opportunity for higher number of downloads. It's obviously like beneficial to be in people's ears more often. You be more top of mind. You can definitely cover more topics. Uh, but I did wonder, like, were we going to be able to keep up that pace? My husband still is like, you guys are insane for doing three episodes a week. And I think you should dial it back. And that's crazy. And at this point, I'm just like, uh, you don't know anything. And I'll do what I want. And I'll do it every day if I want to. But truly, we took a week off or a week, a month off. And actually more than that, because we were close to done recording towards the end of November. Uh, we took December of 2017 off and we didn't record our first interview until like, what, the end of the first week of January. Yeah. Right? So and we, I was like, I miss this so much. I know. And the only reason we did it was just, we wanted to try stay true to ourselves and actually take the time off we said, yeah. but the podcast kept coming out. So yeah. we were having things come out in December. We had recorded in October yeah. and I would be like, we don't oh, want to let you down guys. I know. <laughs> we, wanted it. we don't do seasons. Mm-mm. We don't take breaks. We have, now I will fess up to this. I think two or three times now, I think it's about to be the third time that we've done this. We have republished an episode two or three times because we've either gotten so close to a deadline with our editor, or there's been like a major tech difficulty and we've had to re record a portion of an interview, or just like something happened where we're like, shit, shit, an interview needs or an episode needs to go out in like 48 hours and we don't have anything. And so we've gone back into the archives and found 
like a most downloaded episode or something like that and republished it. But right. I think for an entire year, like to only do that two or three times. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we have chatted with 79 different guests. I feel like Listen, we've made a ton of friends too. So many friends. Listen, I hate networking. I hate going to like things and meeting people and I hate putting clothes on and I hate small talk and I hate mixing and mingling. So there is no, no better perfect scenario than podcasting and interviewing someone to make a friend because you're on a time constraint because you've only reserved an hour. So like this whole like bullshitting, small talk, like jibber jabber, like you got to cut it short because we only have an hour time and you get to the meat and potatoes because they obviously want to make a good interview for you. So you like get to really uncover some stuff about the person and you just get to know their personality super quickly because there's just no time for that fluff. And so it's like the best way for me to make friends. I'm like, if I feel like I want to get to know that person, we need to have them on the show. (laughs) Well, and it's so funny because I think back and, you know, Facebook gives you those updates. Like you made so many friends and it's, it's ridiculous because Facebook says I've made like 600 friends in 2017. I don't know that many people. I no, I don't. I you have to be a mutual friend somehow. Anyway, um, but I've been so surprised how many of our podcast guests like I genuinely like still yeah. chat with them and yeah. check up on them, and I know about their kids' lives and what's mm-hmm. happening. Um, maybe to creepy level on some of those. I think I'm most surprised about our friendship with Studio DIY, Jeff and Kelly, because. Yeah. I think from the outside, they look super unapproachable, like nothing that they're doing wrong, but they look so big and so like insta internet famous that you're like, oh my God, I was so nervous approaching them for the show. And we were actually their first ever podcast interview. Like they were super new to it. That was just not a channel that they explored. So they graciously said yes to something they didn't even know, like how it worked. And we became Facebook friends after and like, I've been following along with their adoption of their son and they're renovating their first house and their business is growing. And I could not be any prouder than I am. And like, truly like friends. (gasps) No, I know. I, I, a lot of these people, I want to go on like a massive road trip and go visit because they're so cool. We should do a podcast tour. Okay. (laughs) Like a book tour, and we go to the cities where our people live. That sounds expensive. It does sound expensive. (laughs) Guys, we need some sponsors. (laughs) Um, No, but I'm excited about it. We even hired several of us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, we had them on the show, and we're like, oh, B-dubs, like, this was like your, you didn't even know it, but you were being interviewed. (laughs) Uh Yeah, I think I would say that happened because there were some one-off projects that we hired for, but that happened like three to five times, I want to say. Oh, yeah, 100%. Three to five times in 2017. And I'm sure that's not the end of it. Oh, Um, no, not at all. Not at all. um, But of those, 71 were women. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, duh. Yeah. Who's surprised? <laughs> Five men and then three husband-wife duos. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. had a couple of those, and I'm not sure we counted those correctly necessarily what? because we did have a couple partner episodes. Like, 
uh, Sam and Megan and um, yeah, I didn't count them as two. So yeah. uh, there's some lumps in there somewhere, lumps and bumps, but overall, yeah. you know, awesome. awesome. Yeah, awesome <laughs> I town. think the the duos were probably my favorites. Yeah, those were really fun to do. Uh, I, I think it's fun for since we are two people, like then having a larger conversation with two other people is fun. I am. Um, I'm really, really proud of us for <laughs> this is going to sound super dumb, but like for having that ratio of men to women, like I'm really proud of us for that. I think so many people like I like get all feministy for a second, but like there are lists after list after list of like top performing podcasts and they're all, it's a list made by a dude and they're all dudes. And then every episode you hear from your favorite podcasts are all dudes. And so I love, love, love that. Like it was easy breezy for us to fill our roster up with so many women, like was not a problem at all. We were never hurting for who wants to be on the show. And so I implore that to other podcasts out there. Not that any of you are listening, disagree with what I'm saying. But if this gets to the earballs of anyone out there, uh, if you find it hard to find women on your show, you're not looking hard enough. Yeah, no issues there at all. And I do think we could make it a women exclusive show, but some of the men interviews were really surprising to me like I think Terry was the most surprising dude interview of the year oh yeah Yeah. like when we I can't if Terry's listening I love you but like Mm -hmm. when he got on the show Emily and I both looked at each other like what have we done what have we done (laughs) like we're gonna have to scrap this episode oh my god I'm so sorry this is gonna be awkward it was a little awkward at first oh yeah but then like, if you guys get to the end of it, it is such it's a good so episode. Good. It's so good. He is all about, like, I don't, what are they called when, like, they're, like, the superhero method and each of the letters stands for something? I, I can't remember. You have to go listen to it. It's so good. But I love when people do that, when they, like, name their own method and they describe what it is and, like, they break it down like that. Like, I can remember things really well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, clearly, I can remember it really well. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it turned into a very, very meaty episode, and I was really proud of how that one turned out. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. What are some of your other favorites from this year? Oh my gosh. Well, put me on the spot. Uh, we've had Jessica Ely on what, two or three times? Oh, at least. She's yeah. always, always a good one. Um, Katie Hunt, I feel like was not a surprise that it would be good, but like of how many questions I truly cared about asking where I was like, you are such a knowledge bank of information yeah. that give me like, just give me more so I can learn things. Yeah. I I think I've been surprised a couple times of like how crazy people's story is. Yeah. Like we we as a general rule don't dwell on people's background because right. we know they're knowledgeable and we want to get to that meaty stuff, but a couple times it's slipped in mm-hmm. and sometimes I've just been blown away with like how far people have come mm-hmm. either out of poverty or out of abuse or like crazy situations. And some of that did or didn't end up on the podcast, but right. just getting to know <clears throat> these people was insane. And then this is just a an aside, but like, because we've gotten to know so many of them, how different some of their lives are from when we interviewed them to now. Yeah. Like I think about Natalie Frank. She was our first interview. Um, She moved across the country. She started working with HoneyBook full time. And she ended the year with a brain tumor and had Mm -hmm. brain surgery. And I just and now she's back to work. Like, I just can't believe what her life has been like over the last Mm -hmm. 12 months. And 
I feel like connected to it in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. Um, here are some other just funny stats. We, we've had 19 lovely human beings and businesses sponsor our show, including some of our listeners. So we haven't like, I don't think addressed this in a while. It might be in some of the roles actually, but we have the strategy hour groupies. And so if you're a fan of the show, you can pledge two bucks a month. That's it two bucks a month to just help support the podcast and help cover costs. Because as we cover in the episode about the truth about podcasting, uh, it can be very expensive to have a show Mm -hmm. and have a show of the quality that we want to have. Exactly. And I think an interesting aside to that is we spent, I would say about half the year getting sponsors ourselves and managing that process. And then we went and got ourselves a talent agent. (laughs) And I still think it's funny. You guys expect to see us in commercials any day now. No. 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 Um, But that's been good. I felt like it was a little bit of a slow start. I was like, what's going to happen? What are we going to do? And now, um, at least for a while now, at least these episodes are individual episodes because they tend to be more popular than our interviews, which surprises me all the time um but we've had consistent sponsors for a while now which is awesome um here's a funny one and remember that time we lost an entire seven minutes of an interview it sucked luckily it was with our friend jessica ely who i mentioned but it was some of the best seven minute conversation i've ever had in my life and it's gone very beginning of a conversation and it's gone it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. And so to try to recreate that was awkward as hell. We figured it out and everything was fine. And I don't think anyone can tell. But I think we were all so focused on like saying exactly what we had said in those seven minutes because oh. we knew they were so good instead of just having another conversation. Oh, yeah. um, but luckily it was with the best person it could have ever happened to. Well, and-, and there was a couple times where we thought pieces were missing, but like... I don't know. We had so many technical difficulties. So many. And like, thank the Lord, there's other people handling that at this point. (laughs) But it is hard. Like, you know, you think doing a webinar or posting on social or going live. This is harder tech wise than anything that we do ever. It's so crazy to me because it's, it's so simple. Like it's mm-hmm. audio files. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why the internet what are we, sucks at it. I know. I, I really don't understand how the technology has not caught up. Um, we've had interviews crash because Skype is done. We've had to switch over to different channels to try to see people's faces. We've like had to try to record like, quick time or whatever, because everything else is down. We've literally had to reschedule interviews because things just won't work. Mm-hmm. That was fun. We've also cried a lot. Yeah. Well, who's surprised about that? <laughs> I think <laughs> crying or my, I put my poor husband in the ditch a couple times. You did do that. Yeah. And then I got times. in trouble. Uh, he approached me. He's like, Hey, P.S., I do listen to the podcast. I was like, like, oh, oh, shit. (laughs) No, I I love him. Honestly, my relationship with him is a lot better now. I think he, like, processes things 
through listening to our episodes sometimes, which is that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start billing him for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we have this is crazy to me. A hundred and one, a hundred and one five star reviews on iTunes. Y'all, that's amazing. It makes me so happy. I would like you guys to, if you haven't, to to add to that, but 101, we have four that aren't five stars and like two of them are one star reviews and they're the funniest. I went back and read them. Oh, I and have like, it. They, they didn't even irritate me. They were just so funny. Like one was just like, uh, there's no meat. You have to find it between the like, ums and what's. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, I was like, okay, right, I don't care. <laughs> oh, so funny. Well, can I tell them the biggest news? Yeah, do it. Uh, guys, we had 425,000 downloads in 2017. Bananas. I just blown away. Yeah. I, Okay. What? (laughs) I mean, I'm curious to know, like, I would assume a lot of them are the same people downloading all the episodes or a lot of the episodes. So I want to know, like, audience wise, like what our audience is at at this point. Well, and this is why it's so hard to know. Like, you can get some of this data from Libsyn, but that basically breaks it down to about 27 hundred downloads per episode but even that's not accurate because like as you do more shows and you hop on more listeners some of them will decide to go back and listen from the beginning and download everything some of them won't so like you might have more listeners than you have downloads or less over here like it's so oh yeah i think some people are ocd like moi And they Mm -hmm. were like, well, if I'm going to listen to this podcast, I obviously have to go to the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do too. Start from the, start from the top. And I mean, that's a commitment. I mean, we're talking hundreds of hours. How many hours of that? 158 times 45. That's an average. So that's over 7,000 minutes. So that's. A hundred, about 118 hours of how many days is that podcasting? So if you listen nonstop, that's five days. <laughs> that's 24 hours of listening for five days. And that's assuming our averages are right. I know some are over and some are less. So right, right, but that's roughly what we try to bring them to. That's don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that, please. Don't don't do that, please. Uh, I need I need you to stay healthy. <laughs> uh, do we feel like like what did we learn this year? What did we learn? I mean, I learned that our people enjoy us not preparing. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I, you know, here's some funny like user listener data. And this isn't hard data. This is just what word on the street. Um, and a in the past, I haven't even told you this. In the past, like couple of days, weeks, like really just leading into this new year, I've brought up in a couple different instances that we do three episodes a week, like in a couple different groups and a couple different conversation settings. And in some of those settings, I'm. It's not even like our community that I'm talking to. 
So when someone says that they listen to the show, I'm surprised because I'm like, oh, what? Tell me more that you listen to us. And every single person when I brought it up was like, well, as a listener, I'm very appreciative that you do three episodes a week. Like that they're like, if they're committed and they're listening, they're waiting for the next episode. Mm -hmm. So that makes me super happy. Well, and what we mean by unprepared, just so you're aware, um, is we have over the course of the year tried things where we like mapped out exactly the bullet points we were going to cover, what we wanted to say. Um, We would have like a pre-conversation about it. We've never like outlined or scripted necessarily. I mean, we've outlined, but not scripted anything. Right. Um, But the- our ads, but that's it. Yes. The, but overall, we've gotten better feedback on stuff that mm-hmm. we literally just had like a subject line about or a topic yep. in mind. And then Emily and I just go to town. And I think part of the reason people like them more is because we're getting genuine reactions mm-hmm. from each other because mm-hmm. they've never heard us say it before. Well, like we've mm-hmm. never heard each other say it before. Right. Um, and so it's more real, I guess. So I guess you like reality podcasting. Ooh, fancy. We're like the Kardashians <laughs> of the podcast world. <laughs> uh, also, what I found interesting is people really, really like our review episodes, mm-hmm. our monthly review episodes. Uh, we skipped one just because of holidays and timing and whatever. And we got feedback that people missed it. Um, and so we we are making sure to do them uh, every single month for 2018 for you guys. Yeah. So I don't know. As far as other lessons learned, like not taking myself so seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It. This is as much as there are thousands of people listening, which I Weird. don't like to think about. <laughs> Weird. Um. Nobody really cares how put together I am. No, fuck that. No. And in tune with that, like, uh, I, I'm happy to say that over the course of 158 episodes, I think we've only gotten two comments in reference to the explicitness of our podcast. Oh, I haven't even noticed. Well, you know one of them. I, I won't remind you of it right now. Okay. But gotcha. <laughs> but I think that's cool. It's like that that gets brought up. It's a touchy subject. It was a touchy subject in our group a couple months ago when it got brought up. Um, and so I'm interested and pleased to know that at least I've only heard of two, whether other people have said it or not. Like, I don't give a shit. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's explicit and it's marked on as iTunes. And that was a deliberate decision from the very beginning from us because as you might know, I'm a bit of a potty mouth and I didn't want to like, not feel like I couldn't be myself on my own show. And per iTunes, like if you curse once at all, once your show is forever marked as explicit. Like you can't, you can't have explicit episodes and non explicit episodes. It's all or nothing. And so I was like, well, I might as well just dive deep into that. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think, I think the nice thing about doing it is we don't, I don't think about it. Sometimes it just comes out and sometimes there isn't any for episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totes. 
Also, depending on the guests, like some of our guests have been a little rougher around the edges. Like Anker, he was like cursing up a storm when he, I think he's our most explicit (laughs) guest. Maybe Sydney Spiegel. And that was hilarious. (laughs) Oh yeah, she, her too. Yep. I think they could go neck and neck. (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, uh, those are our stats of one year of podcasting. The the meat and potatoes, the, the too long didn't listen, is we're going to do it again. We're doing it again for this year. We're going to work our butts off to try to stay ahead and get ahead. Um, we are going to continue at three episodes a week. We hope to welcome some new and amazing sponsors to help make the show happen and, and give you guys a better experience as we go. If you have any feedback or concerns or kudos or whatever, we would love to hear that on iTunes. You can just go find the strategy hour on iTunes. You have to log into actual iTunes, which is kind of a pain and leave us a review, leave us a rating and a review. It's two separate things. I would love both, but if you only have time just to click the stars, that's okay. But that truly, truly helps out. You might think that it's really arbitrary and that it doesn't matter, but sponsors actually care about those numbers. I, I've only looked at them literally twice this year, like once at the very beginning and once when I was gathering data for this episode. So it's not, it's not a vanity metric for us. Our agent pulls from that to pitch us to bigger and better sponsors. Um, so it really, truly does help. And if you think we should do a podcast tour... You should definitely sponsor us. Uh, I think we'll drop the link to that in the show notes because I don't know off the top of my head. But for two bucks a month, you can sponsor the show and set that to just auto withdrawal. And like you won't miss it. Trust me. And that adds up. So the people who have been on for us for an entire year for their strategy hour groupies, we thank you. We love you for your support. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.